Welcome to TMG Today. Join other master manifestors across the globe to turn your goals into reality at lightning speed. Here, we connect the dots for you so you can skip all the nonsense and finally get unstuck. Right here on the Manifestor's Guide today. Let's go. Welcome, Master Manifestors, to TMG Today, the Manifestor's Guide podcast. I am Dewey Taylor. Hey, everyone. I'm Charlie Carroll. He absolutely is Charlie Carroll. <laughs> and this is the intersection of universal law, success principles, and leading edge science. As always, if you find value in anything that you hear on the podcast, either on this episode or any of our previous episodes, make sure you share that because why, Charlie? When you share value out into the world, value comes back to you. That's right. Not only that, but it comes back tenfold. <laughs> so, tenfold, yes. Tenfold. So make sure that you like, share, and subscribe, you guys. We're on YouTube and podcasting apps everywhere. Also on social media, at Manifestor's Guide. This podcast is an extension of our Inner Circle online community as a part of our Master Manifestor system. And you can check all that information out at manifestorsguide.com if you want to join us asking questions on the podcast. We also have great blogs, books. I just wrote an article on the blog, and uh, it's about dreams and Fantastic, what our dreams yeah. mean. Dream interpretation and, you know, what that's looked like throughout history, but also dream science. Did you even know that there was dream science? I know. I am always so fascinated. I've been having, we've been talking about our dreams lately because we both have been having some interesting, yes. we've been going on some interesting journeys while we sleep. <laughs> um, sure have. Yeah. <laughs> well, and what's interesting, uh, when I was writing that article, when I was writing the blog post, as we know, we were powerful beings. And we speak to ourselves in many, many ways. You know, we have that gut instinct, but our subconscious mind also speaks to us always yeah. <laughs> and often. Uh, it's just we're not really trained to listen to that. And dreams are a beautiful way that our subconscious mind is always talking to us and really showing us what our vibrational reality is. So that's what that blog post is about. If you guys want to go check it out, again, manifestorsguide.com, go to the blog section. So. How are you? I am feeling refreshed. I am so ready for today's episode. This is one of my favorite topics. How about you? Today's topic is about prosperity and what what is the true meaning of prosperity? A lot of times I am asked literally this last week why I'm so, uh, they didn't say obsessed, but essentially why I'm so obsessed with money, right? I talk about yeah. money quite a bit. I don't have a hang up about money. Yes. And I have no problem showing gratitude toward money and talking about money and being around people with money because uh, there is no block there. And I think that can be a little triggering to people that still have a hang up about money, especially people who have that programming, um, you know, whether it's religious or moral in some sense. But there's, uh, there is a version of our program, uh, what, what I always call the old program, the limiting program. That has that, you know, money doesn't grow on trees. You got to work hard for everything. This is my favorite one. The love of money is the root of all evil. All evil, right. <laughs> so, that's, and that's an especially in religious uh, programming. I talk about a lot of different energy currencies. I talk about a lot of things uh, about abundance and an abundant life in many different areas. But all that you're hearing and being triggered by is the wealth part of it because that's a hang up for you. So it's not that that's all that I talk about, but I really appreciated that they said something because it opened up a great conversation. So. Well, and it just, yeah, it just points out that, you know, we are always, 
you know, the ideas that we have about something, which are really just, you know, the thoughts that we keep thinking over and over again about something. Yes. As they, as we hear them in other people's conversations or, you know, someone, and I'm, I'm with you, someone, you know, two people like us who are really just comfortable with the concept of money and understand money as an expression of your well-being and not expression of your your rightness or your wrongness or your you know uh, any like you said that any kind of morality statement it can be you know it can be a really um stressful thing to carry in life you know to have a conflicted relationship with that mm-hmm. uh, can be very confusing and can be very uh, uh defeating day to day so that's why i really like this topic because i've i've come from that background right. and i know that in my own life that has absolutely you know at times led me down a road where i was just exhausted barely getting by and the concept of thriving it doesn't really have to do with just money. Money is a component of that. And so we're going to talk about that and much more, including the three pillars of a happy life, all areas that you have to grow at the same time, because, you know, we are, you know, we're mind, body and soul. We're not just one area. We're not just a physical aspect. So we have to grow all of our pillars in order to have a happy life. You know, we've seen people that have money but they don't have other things in their life, right? They don't have the the family relationships and the strong bonds and the principles. And and uh, that's where we can look at that and say, well, that person's greedy and have kind of a moral problem with it, right? right. So what we're really talking about prosperity is all aspects. And that's what we're going to dive into today right after this short break. So make sure you stick around because this is a good one. We'll see you guys right back here. TMG is partnered with Podbean to bring you new episodes each week. Are you finally ready to step into your own power and let your voice be heard? Well, then why not start your very own podcast? Remember, what you find ordinary, others will find extraordinary. It's never been easier to produce and distribute your podcast to every major podcasting app available. Podbean also makes monetizing your podcast foolproof so you can add value to the world while you're making money. Thanks to our partnership, you can try your first month absolutely free. Visit podbean.com slash TMG today. That's podbean.com slash TMG today. Brain science has shown that by the time you're seven years old, you've installed a program in your mind that you'll run for a lifetime. And for 99% of us, we're running a program of struggle, but you can change that. At TMG, we've designed a system to install this new programming to get you exactly where you want to go. With the power of brain science and multisensory learning, you'll discover your path of least resistance as you manifest your goals into reality. And for a limited time, you can try the Manifestor's Guide to Ease system absolutely risk-free. This system comes with unlimited access to weekly coaching for accelerated results, as well as instant membership into the Manifestor's Inner Circle online community. If you're ready to finally get unstuck and create the ultimate life success you know you're capable of, visit manifestorsguide.com. Use coupon code TMG today for 10% off and we'll send the Manifestor's Guide to Ease system to your email right now. That's manifestorsguide.com. All right, everybody, welcome back from the break. Charlie, I'm so excited to jump into this conversation about prosperity and and i want to jump into this concept of prosperity as abundance in all areas just by looking at some synonyms of prosperity what does that actually mean well of course there's a lot of money synonyms surrounding prosperity you know wealth affluence Mm -hmm. plenty 
That's normally what people think of when they think of prosperity. But I loved these synonyms. Ease. We talk about ease all the time. Security. And another one that was directly related to that was bed of roses, right? Like (laughs) making your bed of roses. And I loved that (laughs) because I was like, that really is what I think of when I think of prosperity. It's that that milk and honey kind of like just beautiful, peaceful space that you create in your life where everything's just, um, everything's okay. And then my favorite one of every synonym that I looked up of prosperity was well-being. If you can wrap your head around prosperity equals well-being, that really is to me the most important part of this. It brings all components together, the mind, body, and spirit, right? This is our health, wealth, and happiness. Um, and that is well-being. I love that word as well because every one of us has a different picture of what that right. might look like for us, you know. And so prosperity again, you know, everyone even has their own wealth picture, right? Has an idea about what kind of wealth they might want. Or, um, but when you go into the bigger picture, well-being, there's so many different facets of life that go way beyond money. Uh, that yeah, indicate someone to someone that they're thriving. And I love that we get to define our own adventure in this sense and just beginning by embracing this concept of well-being. If you think about it, like think a couple hundred years ago, right? Society's idea around money and value exchange was very different. What wealth was very different. And we're talking globally, right? Our concept of money now and currency is very much a modern concept of currency. Mm -hmm. You were just as wealthy if you had assets like goats or livestock (laughs) or a farm, right? Those things were just as valuable as solid blocks of gold. So people used to trade with each other. That is value exchange. They would trade one currency, something of value for another. So it didn't always have to be money. Uh, So for me, that would be like looking at somebody who has plenty a wife and kids and you got a great family and you're happy and you've got a farm and you have plenty of food to eat and you're content with your life and you're really happy. And it's looking at that person and saying, well, why are you so happy with that? Those things, you know, maybe you shouldn't be so happy. Maybe you shouldn't want all those things. It's like, I shouldn't want enough food to eat. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right. Hmm. I, should, I shouldn't know? want options in my life. I shouldn't want right to. I shouldn't want well-being and I should. I don't want to be thriving and have food right. on my table and feed my children. And that's really what we're talking about is if you start looking at it that way, money is a currency. It's not the only one. But anything that you're trading of value really is your currency. And when you start looking at it that way, why not? Why not have enough food on your table? Something that I've always thought about as well, this, this this occurred to me as I was changing my own relationship with money specifically. You know, we live in such a beautiful world, like just the, land, the landscape, you know, oceans and mountains and and just there's so much beauty here. It blows my mind sometimes to describe it. And I think, you know, a way to see that is to have money to be able to get on a plane and go somewhere yes or to be able to have the you know the time resources to go where you want to go in life and to step into the spaces in this world that you want to see and i go so just back to your point you know there's so much uh, maybe i'll call it like a spiritual fuel that you get from exploring Mm -hmm. and seeing and living and money is a resource that you can exchange to do more of that and so i always think you know 
from the higher universal level perspective, we're supposed to be seeing and exploring and loving and living and, and jumping yes. into the spaces we want. And if it takes money to do that, we should be having money. Absolutely. Well, what you're talking about is really, it's a different paradigm. Mm -hmm. Most of us are living in a paradigm of surviving, right? It's that right. lack paradigm. That is the exact same paradigm is I've got to survive. I've just got to make it through another day. That is a completely different paradigm than thriving. And what you're talking about is the thrive paradigm, which is where ease comes in, security, freedom, well-being. That's where you gain momentum in mm -hmm. your life. And what you're talking about is literal momentum, having the freedom to go where you want and do what you want, when you want, how you want. And money is, like you said, it's a beautiful resource that provides the freedom. Yeah. And we always say you manifest from sole purpose when you do that you can't really do it wrong. And a lot of times we're manifesting from a lower level of understanding. Uh, so we always manifest what we're asking for, but it comes with a lesson, right? And that's what sure. we struggle with or wonder, why is it so hard? Because I, I got what I wanted, but then this happened. We're like, right, because there's, there's a lesson in there. And one of the lessons for me is I manifested quite a bit of money uh, and, and great opportunities. Part of my manifestation was I want this to come to me. I want to use law of attraction and attract it directly to me in a way where I know that it was not from my forceful action. So I, I did manifest opportunities. I manifested a lot of money. But what happened because of that? Well, there was also a bunch of lessons that came because I was focused on the money component of it. And at the end of the day, I had the money. But I also had a lot of other things like health problems and stress, right? Uh, yes. And unhealthy environments that came with it. And I was like, what is my lesson here? And ultimately, my lesson was I didn't want the money. It wasn't about money. What did I think the money was going to provide? And my lesson in that manifestation cycle was the freedom. That's what you're talking about. The prosperity. I wanted the well-being and the peace of mind and the freedom that provides for me. And that's what prosperity is. That's I don't know what being if, prosperous is. I don't know if you can relate to this, but you know, what you're describing, that freedom, that 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 feeling of knowing you have plenty of options in the world, that's not necessarily a dollar amount either. Mm -hmm. That dollar amount can change. And so you can actually, and we see examples of this, you know, in people who may have what from our perspective have tons of money, but they still look mm -hmm. like they're chasing it. You know, because they're in that energy of still surviving because they haven't, they're not in that energy of just ex embracing prosperity now. Yes. And so you're always chasing and not just enjoying and feeling the freedom of it now. That's been one of my personal favorite shifts in life is just more and more cultivating this practice of feeling free in a physical sense. My goodness, it's so much fun to just sit and live in that at any point in time. And that to me is feeling prosperity feeling prosperous. I love that. And it's and that's a great exercise. It really is, like you said, cultivating that sense of freedom. And a great way to do that as well, an exercise that we practice in our community quite often in our in our coachings is I ask people to write down the past five years, how much money you've made each year. But when you look at the average of how much money that you've made over the past five years, that's how much you think that you are worth monetarily. You don't think that you're worth any more than that. That's how much you're comfortable with. So when we don't feel free in our lives, when we don't feel good enough, when we can't do what we want, when we want, look at that number and look at maybe why there's a limitation around that number and mm -hmm. then start thinking about where you have some 
limiting beliefs surrounding money, then write down a number of, well, what would be freedom? What money would free you? And write that down and then divide that out by how many paychecks that you have coming in. It's quite shocking because, you know, some people say like, oh, if I had a million dollars a year, that kind of thing. But what does that actually look like? Have you thought about what that would look like coming in on a paycheck? What would you do if you got a paycheck that had, you know, $48,000 on it and that was coming in twice a month? What would you do? What would your reaction be to that? Are you ready for that? Would you be like, whoa, that's a lot of money? Because when you're in that space, it's not going to happen. Or that and, you know, and this is where... I, I, this is where using a dollar amount really delivers a, a really a, a great perspective because again, I think what you're really having people check in with is what do you want to do with the money? You know, yes, yes you know, we all know that we, you know, most of us, and when you're in a, if you're in a surviving mode, you're thinking, well, I've got in the next four weeks, I've got this, these five bills due and it costs this, to- this much total. And, but what we're talking about is, you know, you get that check that's got $50,000 a month on it. My goodness, what are you doing with it? And that's so much more fun to live in is to come up with the ideas, come up with the ideas of how you would use that money. My goodness, that is to me so life-giving. Uh, and it's it gives you a better idea of dollar amounts and, and how you would use them. You become more comfortable with larger dollar amounts. And right. it's just, uh, it's... Like you said, that momentum towards expansion into thriving instead of thinking about your your prosperity in such limiting terms as well in the next four weeks. Well, and if you also think about what you just said in terms of the universal laws, you're talking about compensation. What you've done is you are creating a space for all the other things that you want in life, right? Yeah. Money is an open door to provide space for all the other things that you're you're wanting, which is yes. the freedom, right? And which is ease, which brings more joy and provides even more open doors, not just for you, but for other people. And that's abundance, that's overflow, right? When we always use that uh, that analogy of putting the cup, what do you say? It's like the champagne tower, right? Uh, yeah, the when- champagne tower that someone's pouring, <laughs> pouring at the top yes. and it all just is trickling down. Because that's really what happens when you have so much that you can't even keep it in your own cup. It always spills over to everybody around you in a beautiful way. And uh, and that's really where, where I want to introduce this topic of, you know, in our community and in our coaching, it, the Manifestor's Guide has three pillars to a happy life. And I wanted to talk about those because, you know, money is one component of it. Wealth is in these pillars, but there are other pillars, right? So the three pillars of a happy life are love and health, wealth and prosperity, balance and happiness. So literally think about these pillars as if they're holding up all of your manifestation goals, your ultimate life success, everything that you are actively manifesting, that ideal reality. And it's just sitting on a tray on top of these three pillars. What happens if we're only growing love and health or we're only growing wealth and prosperity? Imbalance. That tray is going to topple over because it's imbalanced. So this is how we explain it to everybody is when you're just focused on money, you're going to topple over all your hopes, dreams, wishes, wants, and goals, and your manifestation is not going to look the way you want it to, right? Because that's not balanced. But also, if you're not growing wealth and prosperity, that's a huge, important pillar in your life. This idea of prosperity, which is all components, right? The well-being of our lives attached to the wealth component. If we're not growing that pillar, growing the other pillars, there is going to be lack. Remember, whenever there's one pillar that isn't growing with the other ones, the other pillars are going to have to overcompensate to make up for that lack. And I'll give a great example. We've talked about this before, Charlie, but 
what happens when you don't take care of your health? Probably going to cost you a lot of money to repair yourself, potentially. Yes. <laughs> and it's probably also going to cost, you know, we talk about balance and happiness in that pillar that also has to do with family mm -hmm. and friends it's and connection. It's going to affect your relationships. Yeah. It's going to affect relationships. People are going to have to come in and, and spend their time and throw their balance off to help you out, right? They're also now compensating. The whole idea with the three pillars is to think about yourself and your life and your ecosystem personally as this more expansive way, a holistic way of looking at and approaching your entire life and you as a person with wealth and prosperity being a component of that. You know, that family member who was talking to me about money, kind of having that, that problem, that trigger around wealth. And that's somebody who has not grown their wealth pillar. Why do you keep talking about money? Well, because it's part of all the things that I talk about. I talk about love. I talk about joy and travel and happiness and family and health. I talk about balance. I talk about peace and taking care of my body. I talk about all those things too. You are just triggered by that one particular component because you have a lacking belief, a limiting belief around wealth and prosperity being something that is evil. Right. And the perception that something that you feel is freely available to you is not freely available to them. And, and we yes. all, we all, and that, my, my, that reaction, that trigger is not just about money. Like you said, whenever, if we're unwell, we might see someone who's just on the top of, in peak health and, and potentially feel that same sort of tension. It's, it's, right. but that's the energy of lack or survival versus the energy of having and thriving and forward momentum. Um, and I love all this stuff is all these triggers are just, you know, wonderful signs of the direct uh, clues as to the direction you want to go. You know, I was, this thought came up yes. earlier when you were talking about the, doing the, um, the exercise where you look at the last five years of your income. You know, the point of that is not to look at it and then go, Oh, how disappointing. I must not think very highly of myself. <laughs> the point <laughs> right. is, to, the point is to go, Oh my gosh, I didn't even look at it. go, to go, holy cow. I'm not, I, I got, this is a great opportunity for me to show up more for myself. And, yes. and what's so oh, much fun, that. what's so much fun about manifesting and talking about it from a manifestation perspective, the task isn't then upon you to go and figure out how to triple your income. You know, the, the process of moving in the direction of manifesting is to just, you see the picture, you go, ah, I'm going to close that gap right now because I'm going to step into this space of what it feels like to have tripled my income. What am I doing when I've tripled my income? How am I, how am I spending it? How am I changing my behavior? How am I changing how I talk about money? How I talk about my well-being, who I support, what I give, et cetera, et cetera. Now you're doing it. Now you're in the energy, uh, and, and uh, of, creating more abundance in your life and more prosperity in your life and it will begin to come in and the ideas will show up and the paths will open and that's um uh, that's I, I i actually we talk about this all the time i really love contrast i love yes. the things that trigger us my it's they're so helpful <laughs> because we we live with them thinking they're we're supposed to just let them gnaw at us and piss us off all the time but that's not right. the case we're just supposed to see them be like, oh, I get it. Okay, you're telling me to go this way. Perfect, I'm going to go this way because I'm so powerful and I can do that. <laughs> well, and what you just said, this is the part of being able to have this podcast and to have the business and the company and to be doing what we're doing in the world and to be coaching. This is the part I love the most about what I'm just about to say. This is why I don't personally connect with the concept of gurus. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to be a guru. No. And just so to all of our listeners... 
I don't want you to follow me like a guru. That's not what this is about. I don't want to be a guru. That's why Manifestor's Guide is its own entity. Who knows, eventually maybe somebody else comes in and takes this seat that I have right here and starts doing the podcast with you in my place. It's not all about me, right? This is about the message behind what we're talking about and providing value to people in a way that helps them grow. Our mission is to create master manifestors across the world. And we just launched or we're in the process of launching a brand new initiative called One Million Powerful People, One Million Powerful Manifestations. And we are setting a goal to help one million people have one million really powerful manifestations in their life, right? Not something that just moves them a little bit more forward in their belief. We're talking about something that rattles their world, right? That starts changing the world and moving it into a new paradigm. Only you can do that for yourself. You don't need a guru. Nobody needs a guru. And it's fantastic. Well, it's fantastic that there are people who can express themselves really well and share concepts really well and teach. Teachers are great. We know, but you are your own guru. You are the only person who can introduce that kind of magnetic forward moving momentum into your life. And you deserve This is why we speak to people's personal power all the time on this podcast. Your power is here. Yes, it exists right now. It exists right now. And oh, we know all we're trying to do through our podcast and through the master manifestor system is just to get you to see it more. See it, yes. play with it, grow from it, and manifest the life of your dreams with it. It's there. You were born with it. We did an episode recently about chaos, right? The cure for chaos. Yeah. The reason why you have chaos in your life, the reason why you have imbalance is the same reason why you have health and happiness and money and prosperity, which we're talking about today. It's you. That's it. It's you. You are creating your experience. You are creating your reality. If you start thinking about your power as a person and start thinking about how powerful of of a creator you are, it doesn't matter whether it's religious programming, it's educational programming, any institutional programming at all, which we are all programmed with, by the way. We just had this conversation very (laughs) recently about we're all running a program, y'all, all of us. So it doesn't matter what program you're running. You are running a program. Here's how you'd determine whether you are running a version of that program, version 7.5, that has some limiting beliefs in there. So let's just use religious programming as an example. I had this conversation with somebody very recently where they were asking me about this. If you are running a version of that religious programming that feels good for you, and it it feels like it's benefiting your life and it's moving you forward and you're really connecting, that's wonderful. But is the version that you're running causing you to limit yourself in some way? Are you saying, well, I can't be that powerful or I can't do that because I have some sort of a hang up around that? If you cannot be big, if you can't be expansive, if you can't be incredibly powerful, if you can't have control of what you're creating in your life, then something has been programmed into that particular version of the software that is limiting you. That's really how easy it is to determine whether you have a limiting belief or not. Is something that you think is is real telling you that you have to have a limit on yourself and your personal power? That's it. That's it. You know, another way to look at that is if you are dealing with any of that tension that comes, you have a desire and you want something, but then over here you're feeling guilty for wanting it for some reason. Um, not just like you can't have it because it feels impossible, but even the fact that you desire it. Uh, maybe you desire to travel the world and have tons of experiences moving around, but you feel guilty for that because I don't know, 
um, you know, you'll have to leave your family for a time or people might judge mm-hmm. you or things like that. Again, these are all just they're These are indicators of where you're just kind of masking that power that you're holding yourself back. And uh, and again, every, there's nothing wrong with having a program. Like you said, we're all running one. We just get to change it. <laughs> so yes, we, we just get, we just get to look at what you know, what got into that program at some point in time that is actually doesn't serve us and doesn't line up with, with what we, uh, who we want to be. And yeah, the old program will try and fight for itself. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have to be a scarier or ar- arduous process. It doesn't have to take years. It just is, it takes being deliberate now with how we think and how we, uh, which side of the pole, the law of polarity, you focus on the wanted yes. or the unwanted side. Everything has the positive and the negative or the wanted or the unwanted. Everything has its opposite. So just know that. Know that your desire has its opposite, the lack of it. Yes. And choose where to focus. Put your focus on the desire and then just work on embracing. Work on embracing that you deserve it. So I just wanted to touch on this. I looked it up as you were talking. I've done this before and I will continue to do this because this was a wonderful indicator to me that my program needed some tweaking. I needed to install a new version. Uh, you know, I was raised with pride comes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall, right? I was raised with that particular uh, mindset. If you are prideful in any way, then you're asking for yourself to be ripped down. So be careful, right? So pride was the worst thing you could possibly have. And I was always told to be humble, have humility, be humble, 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 humble yourself. Yes. So I placed a lot of reverence in humility. And I heard somebody say something one time where someone said, you know, how do you stay humble? And the person goes, I, I don't. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's super <laughs> arrogant. But I actually, in that moment, my spirit said, wait, listen to what they're saying. There's a lesson here. So I looked it up and I want to read the definition of pride, a feeling of deep pleasure or satisfaction derived from one owns achievements, the achievements of those with whom one is closely associated or from qualities or possessions that are widely admired. Sounds lovely. Synonyms of that are joy, (laughs) delight, gratification, fulfillment. So pride's actually a beautiful, wonderful, positive thing. Let me read you the definition of humble. This is what humility actually means, you guys. Having or showing a modest or low estimate of one's own importance. That sounds awful. (laughs) Being humble literally means don't estimate yourself to be important D- right. dim yourself make yourself smaller make yourself less important less powerful this is what we've been programmed is associated with goodness and rightness and righteousness is humility and humble it's submit yourself well, right and when you're um call- and it, it literally yeah. uh, i'm sorry but i just saw the synonym <laughs> a synonym of this is meek and self-effacing self-effacing ripping yourself down That's what humble means, you guys. I I mean, this is what I'm talking about when I'm talking about programming. We are programmed to associate this with goodness and morality. Well, and it makes sense that... Oh, it's mind-blowing. Think about the fact that, you know, most of our... Most of us were programmed in a society where uh, that believes in lack and limitation as almost an idol. And... From that perspective, you know, we're, we're encouraged to tiptoe around everyone with, you know, our well-being or our, or our success yes. or our accomplishments because we might make people feel bad. We're always having yes. to watch out for everybody's feelings. Uh, and the, the underlying um, implication there is that people don't have control over their own feelings and therefore we have to 
behave in certain ways or act in certain ways to protect others when in actuality we're by doing that by by shrinking ourselves you know just how you know we talked about the champagne tower earlier and how when as we move into a prosperity and allow more wellness and abundance into our life it naturally flows out otherwise elsewhere if we shrink ourselves and uh, basically do that we can do that in reverse where we yes. move out more strictness into the world and more lack into the world and into our environments and you know it it's um i think it's fascinating what you just read about those definitions but it makes sense within the paradigm that many many of us were were groomed to 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 live within well and this is a topic we will like every topic we talk about we will circle back we'll be back we will absolutely be back to this because prosperity is so important but your takeaways today guys remember your three pillars of a happy life this is what prosperity really means it's love and health wealth and prosperity balance and happiness it is all of those things and that balance is what is so important in your life. Uh, and that's what creates that ease, the security, the freedom that we're really seeking that creates that just sense of well-being and joy. And that's really what we're here to live is that experience of joy and abundance and overflow. Whatever and giving, that is. Whatever it means. Whatever it means for you. Yeah. Whatever it means for yeah. you. Sorry, I, was inter- I didn't mean to interrupt you, Dewey. I oh, interrupt what, away. Whatever, Charlie, yes. what Yeah, what was your closing message to the audience today before we, we leave? Life is a choose-your-own-adventure journey. And if you are... And you are clued into what you're choosing by what your life currently looks like. Your life has not just happened to you. And while that might be a scary thing to embrace right now, it is the path to freedom. Because once you embrace that you are creating it from your own perspectives, you can jump into the perspectives and into the energy of what you want to be to now. You can live in prosperity today. You can thrive right now by choosing it. That's my message. Amen. Hallelujah. We will circle back to this very soon. But you guys stay tuned because next week we're talking about how to kind of start doing this in your life, how to implement some things that will create more prosperity and more freedom and more balance with your three pillars, uh, which is when to say no. You know, we talk about compensation a lot, but it really is how to create the space for all the things that you want to say yes to in your life. And that's what we're going to talk about next week is what is the secret to saying no? How do you say no effectively without welcoming negatives into your life? So we're going to talk about that next week. And compensation is such an important topic. This is a beautiful episode, Charlie, as always. Love doing this with you. Thank you guys for listening. You know, we have so many exciting updates about Manifestor's Guide coming to you. And I just want to say, I just... I'm so grateful for your support and your listenership and the fact that you Me do too. share these episodes. Yes. As always, if you found value in something today, share it, you guys. Anytime you find something that is valuable to you, share it with at least one person in your life. When something is valuable to you, even if it's just very tiny bit of value, just share it. Send it to your mom. If somebody says, hey, I love you, or hey, have a great day today, pass that on to somebody else. Share that great day value with with somebody you know, buy somebody a coffee, just do something, right? Pass that value along. And we will see you guys back here. Absolutely. Smiling is free. (laughs) And it's easy. Smiling is free. (laughs) Everyone can do it. it. (laughs) All right, guys, have a fantastic week. And we'll see you back here next week on another episode of the Manifestor's Guide today. And as always, check us out on manifestorsguide.com for more information. If you want to ask questions on the podcast, and we'll see you guys back here next week to learn when to say no to allow more great stuff in your life. We'll talk then. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone.